folks, welcome into a new episode of Bullet Points. I am your host, Ty B, and I will be joined by Kevin Massari and Mike Bunt as we talk a little bit about UB's win over Northern Illinois and break down their comp- this big mashup here against the Miami, Ohio Redhawks. But first, a shout out to our sponsor, Pause Electric. Give them a shout at 716-698-2711 today. They can help with any residential or commercial electrical project, anything from uh, fuse fuse what fuses circuit breakers anything upgrades and whether it's general troubleshooting no matter how big or small pause electric can help you out 716-698-2711 kev i'm gonna send it to you here first to get things started what's your confidence level at for the bulls in the mac after that big win over niu I mean, he's got to say it's pretty high, guys. Um, you know, internally, you know, Kevin's the uh, uh, the pessimist of the group um, when it comes to to this stuff. But um, right now, it's it's looking good. I mean, um, NIU was a scrappy bunch. Um, they played some good football at times. I mean, you could see the potentials there. Good, they have really good coaching, um, and they're generally not used to losing. They they fought their way. Some bad turnovers on their end. Um, but UB played really well. Um, you know, the special teams did rear its head in and always will. Um, but outside of that, the other two units, um, you know, played particularly well. Uh, I like the way the offense moved the ball uh, pretty much at will. Uh, the defense had a few hiccups without their starting corners um, and without one of their best pass rushers. So we don't really know what the UB defense is. I thought they faltered um, prior to those 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 uh, fumble sixes. Um, but, you know, they, they did come away with those. Those are just as important as lighting up big, long drives. Um, so I want to see him full strength. Um, you know, they're most likely going to be missing their corners tomorrow. So that's going to be uh, a big, a big, you know, we'll see if they can rebound from that, but, um, you know, it's, um, the confidence level is high. I mean, Miami played well, but they scrapped out a win and last minute field goal. Um, they're without potentially without Gabbert. Um, they're without their two big running backs from last year. I'm not really sure if they're out for the year or what's what, you know, I don't, I can, you know, barely keep up with every Mac team. So I don't really know what's going on there guys, but I know that they're missing their two Mac, yeah. big Mac running backs. Um, and they're going to be going with uh, Davion Johnson and Zach can a um, couple of, couple of players that played pretty well and they're going to want to run the ball. So, um, you know, Mayor's going to get the call tomorrow. Um, shouldn't make too big of a difference, but I think Gabbert is a, is a step up if you, if you do see him play. So the confidence level is high. You know, Miami plays strong special teams, huge advantage tomorrow for Miami. They won many games last year. Sam Sloman's in the NFL now kick for the Rams for the first portion of the year. Um, so they, you know, they're used to producing uh, big time special teams talent. And they, they're really clean on that side of the ball. Um, even, even though they're deep, they're normally pretty decent defense struggled last week. Yep, absolutely. I thought um, ball state really gave it to them as real, real tough contest there. Absolute yep. nail biter for them to be able to get that win a big turnover, I think at the end, uh, and then they get a big return on that down to the six and we're able to get one in. Um, but Mike, let's throw it over to you a little bit here. Looking at that UB offense, what was the the main thing for you? I know everyone's talking about Jared Patterson again, co-offensive player of the week for Mac East. Um, wh- what are you looking at on that offense right now? To me, the offense is the same thing we saw last year. It's run, run, run with a little bit of passing mixed in and hoping your quarterback protects the ball and doesn't make any mistakes. I didn't see anything that really showed any growth from the offense overall. Of course, it's one game. It's the first game of the season. Mm -hmm. 
but I, I really don't see an offense that's evolved. It was nice to see Antonio Nunn uh, get his touches, and really he's the only receiver that has even made his presence known over the course of the last uh, year plus uh, for UB. Zach Lefebvre uh, has some ability, um, but it's really the, the same thing we expected uh, from last year. If anything, what changed is you're seeing a big carry discrepancy between Patterson and Marks. Uh, you looked at these two guys their first two years in, and it, you Marks was essentially right next to Patterson as far as yards, and then Patterson started pulling away last year. Marks had a third of the carries Patterson had in the game, and I think that might be a trend that, that continues uh, for the rest of the season. But overall, it's it's kind of what I didn't want to see uh, as far as the offense. Still run, run, run. Not a lot of faith in the quarterback making plays. Mm-hmm. I don't think Van Treese is bad. I just don't think they really like to take too many chances with him, and I, I really don't think that's going to change this year with the short yeah. We heard Lance talk about wanting to grow this offense and to use that pass more, sort of to blend the things that they did really well in 2018 with what they did in 2019, where you had that big pass heavy offense under Tyree, Anthony Johnson, and KJ, and then blend that with the successes you had with Jarrett Patterson and Kevin Marks running the ball to have, you know, an all around offense, a modern NCAA offense, but we didn't really see that Kev. Do you think that's something to be concerned about? Maybe it was a little bit of coach speak, if you will, from Lance, where he's trying to get people off, off their tail, where he, he knew they were going to still go run heavy. Yeah. I mean, I think it's a little coach speak guys. Like, right. Wouldn't you say so? Um, Absolutely. I mean, you got to tell everyone always you're trying to improve your passing game, even if it's the first overall in the league, like what? Yeah, I mean, I think if there's one, you know, kind of up in the air position group, it's between the quarterback and receiver combo. Um, you know, do they have the – it's a little bit of both. Do they have the talent? The offensive line seems to be pretty decent again, running the ball with success, obviously, as we've all sp- talked about. But do they have the talent on the outside? I mean, you have an ex-converted um, quarterback that really as your wide receiver too and Dom Johnson slash basketball player. Um, you have Giovanni Ruiz, um, you know – there as well but do they have the receiver talent I, I i don't know i have we have i don't think any of us have been into campus here with that what's what you know what's going on in the world um but i the receiver talent's lacking um you know there's still questions about the uh, throwing ability of the mm-hmm. quarterback position even though i'm personally a kvt fan uh, i like what he's able to do but how much can he really throw it still very much up in the air you know you got myers across from him a little bit more inaccurate, a little better runner. Can he make a bigger play or two? Not sure, but KVT does keep the game in, in reach. He manages it really well. So, guys, I don't know that they have the ability to throw the ball. Um, you know, obviously they have a really good receiver and none. Um, but outside of that, um, you know, I, I do think they're lacking some some talent ac- across the board. So there's a little yeah. bit of that, but the running game is so efficient. I mean, why press it if it's, if it's going well? I mean, there's exactly. going to be games – at this, this year, I don't know which one. It could be Miami under normal conditions. Maybe it's uh, another game later this year. There's a lot of bad defenses this team does play, checking mm-hmm. their early schedule. Um, but there's going to be games where, where uh, KBT is going to have to win it for them. I think there is going to be at least one um, where he's going to have to come through and, and throw the ball. So when that time comes, um, you know, hopefully they can. If they're down seven or down ten at some point, whether it be 
mean, tomorrow is the biggest threat to this, but, you know, we'll have to see, uh, you know, they didn't play particularly great defense um, in my opinion. So I think that, you know, the Mac defense in general is down and some of the better defensive teams, UB doesn't have to play. Um, So I think that's, that's good news. And I want to add something quick too. I think UB can throw the ball. I think they don't feel it's necessary for a team success to throw the ball. We saw them trying to gunsling it in the beginning of last year with Myers and obviously him being a, a, a freshman, not really experienced at that point, it, the results were kind of ugly. And when you have the a running attack that they have, there's really no need when you're just overpowering Mac teams on a weekly basis. Uh, if they were playing more high powered <laughs> offenses, I think maybe you would see yeah. you be try to pass it more. They, I think Leipold is, he comes from the more conservative approach. Why throw it if you don't need to throw it? I got this great running. Under attack. Barry Alvarez, think about it. That smash mouth football yeah. will run down your throat if we're physically dominating you. Yeah, why wouldn't you just continue to exploit that? Because it usually makes things easier for your offense as the game goes on to opening and things up for you. And I think that's a big reason why Van Trees is the quarterback right now. They look at him. He's a game manager. He's not going to make many mistakes. He's a safe option. And that's why I don't think UB has any, any intentions of opening it up. If they did, then I think you would see maybe a Myers or someone else really getting that shot. And to be honest, I do think if UB wanted to be a pass team, they could have some success. It's just they don't see the point because, honestly, they're going to win these games – just pounding it down people's you might anywhere. you might even come in with the game plan to throw it more but when you see that early success where you're getting five six seven yards and breaking off some big chunk runs why get away from it um but let's move on here a little bit looking at that defense wasn't their best overall performance but they got the turnovers when they needed them especially right out of the get-go there at the start of the second half really helped put things away for the bulls and you know, and end up only being a 19-point victory. It was only that close because of some garbage time plays. Um, and those turnovers were really gifted to the Bulls at some points. But it is what it is. You get five turnovers. I thought Gaddafi Wright still played really well. James Patterson had a good day at linebacker. You need more out of the secondary with some of those guys stepping in. Um, you know, some of them taking their first first plays out there. It was great to see Logic Hudgens out there. He looked like he really belonged on this defense. So, Kev, what are, what are your uh, feelings on this defense here going into the, the matchup with Miami? I love the name Logic Hudgens, by the way. Um, quality all-pro name, you know, on, on the all-pro all name team. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, to your, to your point, you know, I, I'm feeling good about this game, guys. I think that the, the amount of injuries that are going to – that are popped up for Miami um, didn't love what I saw from them in their first game. I think the running game is going to bode well for them. And hopefully it isn't one of those games where they have to prove me wrong and they are able to throw. Um, I hope special teams doesn't pop its head up in this as it very well always can. Um, but I'd, I'd love to see um, this defense bounce and have a really good, you know, second game. You know, they had those turnovers. We can't rely on three uh, return touchdowns. Again, that's not going to happen. So they need to play a little bit more sound otherwise. Um, they, they, you know, they, they've been making the splash plays, but can they be consistently good? I was getting a little worried in the NAU game about the defense. Um, does Coons play? Um, you know, we saw him go out for a little bit, didn't we? Wasn't he out for a little bit in that game? Yeah, I think he, he came back, back in. Though. I believe so. Yeah, he, he looked Riggins, like a, he looked like a 
man out there with boys on a few of those plays. Absolutely. It was a great job for him, at least, to get some eyes on him on that one while you're on national television. Um, Good good initial performance for him. But hopefully we'll see – you know, him with we Riggins know out there. Riggins is the old. Do we have anything on that? Not too sure. Um, I'll see if I can find any. I see him as questionable on the I one the report I read. Yeah. Um, I don't know if anything's different, if we have anything on from Buffalo's end, but coming out of Miami um, up from their report, you know, I saw questionable. I don't know if that's just because he didn't play. Um you know, last week, but Taylor Riggins is listening as questionable. Elliot Bass uh, is listening as questionable pre Washington as well. Dylan McDuffie is out. So is Washington. So I don't know what, what Washington, uh, what's going on with him. would like to get him back as soon as possible. Um, so it might be another game for Isaiah King, Roy Baker, uh, Logic Hudgens. You know, I got Corey Gross, Tyrone Hill. You know, we're going to see a lot about a lot of them in the defensive backfield. So that, that could matter. I mean, they have a good receiver. Their best player right now is definitely a receiver. Um, you know, that we're going to have to watch out for. So he's he's someone that you think that they need to get the ball um, to uh, if you're Miami. So do you think they can stop um, Sorensen, um, Mike, or do you think that, you know, you'd be going to be able to to struggle against him? I'm not too worried about Miami right now. Maybe that's just overconfidence. I really because- don't think Miami is that great of a team. I, I really don't. Maybe I'm making the same mistake I made with the basketball team in the past, but I really don't respect the Mac East. I think we're looking at some of the worst teams in the country. And I think it's possible. Yeah. Yeah. Miami won the Mac championship. A lot of guys transferred out from these other teams too. I just I just don't think these teams are good. I, I think UB last year, we all picked seven and five before the year, and we were all spot on heading into the the bowl game. Miami beat a bunch of crappy teams in the Mac East and they beat a not good central Michigan team to win the Mac championship. I, I really don't think anything they did last year was really that impressive. The, the mm-hmm. whole league stunk. Ohio wasn't good last year. UB honestly gifted Miami a win because Myers was not prepared for the moment. Honestly, if you had, if you switched quarterbacks, I think UB would have performed better against Miami last year. I, uh, just looking at the numbers, this this is from 2019. Miami completed 54% of their passes, 11 touchdowns, 10 interceptions. They ran for 1,833 yards on 3.4 yards per carry. That is not a good offense. That is that's not anything to be afraid of. They they took care of business in the MAC. They got hot at the right time and they won. They barely just got by Ball State. They needed a lucky uh, interception to to get by Ball State. I, I just Maybe, Super maybe I'm wrong, but mm-hmm. I just don't think Miami is that great of a team. Maybe Gabbert will turn into a, a good quarterback down the road. But if UB is what I think UB is, this is a game that you take care of business and you win and you win by double digits. Honestly, I, I think UB is a double digit points better team than this Miami Red Hawks team. And they're I sitting at nine and a half point favorites. I, I think the line opened at. So obviously they're getting some respect there from Vegas, even though the Bulls were the Mac preseason uh, media favorite. The coaches all chose Miami for whatever reason. Um, yep. I, I'm right there with you. Won the year before. Yeah, I'm, I'm there with you. I don't think they really scare me. Um, not having all of their skill position players available. 
you know, not having Gabbard, I don't think AJ Meyer Mayer scares me really at all. Um, only 212 yards in that 38 point performance. He didn't really do anything spectacular. That running game got going. Um, but those are some guys who aren't all that dynamic. Um, I believe one of them's a walk on. Um, I, he might be, you know, scholarship now, but it was a former walk on. So I don't think they have the talent that UB does and the experience. Um, this should be a game here where they can really, really kind of supplant themselves atop the Mac, Kev. Yeah, I think they should. Um, once again, the big advantage Miami on, on special teams, you got to mention it. Um, 43 yards per punt, um, one of the best in the Mac at punting. Um, Henry Beckett, their kicker, went six for six on kicks. Um, they do have the ability to make plays like what UB does in terms of their big, big, like you mentioned, the interception earlier. Uh, you know, Ryan McWood made that interception to set up that game winning touchdown. Um, so they did have five sacks. So they do make splash players similar in UB's defense in that they will make splash plays. Offensively, I'm not scared of them, even though they did um, gain 422 yards. Um, they allowed 478 yards on defense. Mm-hmm. That's just too much. Um, I'd be screaming if that was, if that was, um, if that was me, even though UB did a lot of 397 yards, um, some of it was trash. Um, but they, they were struggling a little bit early 400 yards. I'd, I'd like to see UB's defense hunker down a little bit guys, um, and play without those splash plays, um, you know, the fumble sixes. So yeah, I'm not scared at all. UB does have a struggling special teams. You know, it's probably one verse 12 in the special teams category. So that could rear its head in this department. But other than that, I can't really see a plus matchup on Miami side in this game at all. I got UB in this one. I got him covering. I got him big. Uh, I'm not, I'm not really worried. Um, you know, maybe a little bit if Gabbert does try it out, he did have a head injury. So that those are kind of tricky in college. So Mike, I don't know if yours, you seem even more confident than I do. Um, but uh, there's there's nothing here that I'm 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 worried too much about. Uh, I think they have a tricky guys. I'm gonna say it. I think they have a trickier matchup against Kent. I think I think they have the one of the best players in the conference coming up, and Dustin Crum. I think he's uh, been talked about in NFL circles. Just one good quarterback alone could really put some pressure on this D. We'll get into that matchup later this year. But that to me is the one where I'm gonna start being worried, and we'll see what Ohio is uh, gonna be able to do later in the season. But not too worried about this game. Yeah, I'm I'm with you, uh, Kev. I, I'm. I'm not worried about Bowling Green. I'm not worried about Akron. You just marked those as wins already. Um, there's only two games on the schedule. I, I, I'd say Miami and the Kent game, too, are the two games that can be somewhat close. I, I think Kent's is probably the, the toughest game on the schedule for the reasons I agree. That you just brought up. Yep. Um, I, I, you look at Miami. They, they do this all the time, by the way. They, they, they win a MAC championship once every seven, eight years where they come out of nowhere. They surprise people. Next year, people say they're going to be a solid team. And then they go back to, to the mean, to where they're normally at. And they, they have some regression. Now, this year, it's different. They got a young quarterback coming back. But I, I would say I'm 90% confident we're going to see UB play very well tomorrow. I, I – I know you said you think it's going to be easy when I, I'm in agreement. I, I think you, if I had to make a prediction, I'm picking you yep. by like 14 to 17 points tomorrow. Uh, I would say something along the Let's get like, into it. I would say 31 to 14, 31 to 17, something like okay. that. Maybe Miami can play, keep it close for a little while, contain UB's rushing attack for a little bit. But in the end, UB's going to overpower them. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I'm confident. I'm very confident. I, I've been wrong before too many times, but 
I, I'm not even worried about tomorrow. I'm not as worried as I should be for Miami of Ohio. No way. And it's, it feels similar to how I felt going into the bills game against the Seahawks. I wasn't as nervous as I should have been going against, you know, a good team. I said bills by a hundred to Kev jokingly, right. When we were making our predictions <laughs> bulls by a hundred, I really think they should be able to run it down Miami's throats. Um, a big, big statement win for this team who had a, you know, just came out completely deflated against that Miami team last year, a 34 to 20 loss. Absolutely abysmal performance from uh, Matt Myers before he went out with injury. KVT came in not much better. I'm trying to bring them back. I think this is a game where those guys remember that loss. That's a loss that kept them out of the Mac championship. And they very easily could have won that game in Detroit last year. I think, you know, UB, UB 45, 45-18. Yeah, that sounds about – yep, no, that sounds – I'm – you know, obviously I'm predicting a win. I, I said I predicted a cover already. I just think special teams is going to gear its head up. This is – I don't mean to harp on it for the fourth time, but it is the, the best unit in the MAC. Um, special – best special teams unit in the MAC. They won a conference on it kind of last year, guys. Um, it wasn't just – Sam Solomon was that good good punting, good special teams all around. Um, Sam Sloman nailed a couple of kicks on UB last year. I, I, I don't know if their new kicker's as good as him. Uh, he went six for six uh, last week, um, so it's a good start for him. Um, so, you know, Henry Beckett, is he going to be as good as Sam Sloman? I don't know. So I'm, I'm going to have to predict some, some blunders on the special teams department. They have some coverage issues too there. But UB's going to get it done running the ball. Uh, it's not going to be an issue. Um, we're going to have to see what happens and I'm going to watch this Kent game closely. I want to see what Kent's been going to be able to do tomorrow. Um, and see, you know, if they're going to be a threat that, that I have starred is probably the only threat unless, um, Ohio cleans it up, um, and, and becomes more of a threat. So I've got Buffalo 34 and I've got Miami sneaking around, sticking around at 20. Hey, still covers everyone get out of the state of New York so you can go bet on them. Or if you got your online books, do what you got to do. Sorry. Yep. Got to get that free money for everybody. I'd love UB tomorrow. Um, I think it should be a good performance for them. And, you know, most of us Bulls fans are going to be at the Lockport drive-in again. Going to be a great experience for everyone. So make sure if you can get out there, get out there. And, you know, stop by and say hello. Uh, social distance. Make sure you guys stay safe. Yep. But let's get out there and enjoy what should be another good Bulls victory. If you need any electrical help, again, pause electric 716-698-2711. That wraps it up for myself, Ty B, Kevin Masari, and Mike Bunt. Let's go Bulls.